I never, I never hear that. But uh, all right, and you're not cutting out. Yeah, well, I, I have, I've been fighting with my microphone recently, and right now I'm talking directly into it, and it's the right side up, so everything is good. That's Uh, to learn. Yeah, yeah. What an amateur I am. Hey, that's what we're learning. That's right. Hey, let's get going. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we're talking about AEW today. It's finally, we've finally done it. Uh, technically, it's the third podcast, but the second because of uh, 2020, we'll say, and it wasn't my fault at all, but probably kind of was. 2020, we'll say, and it wasn't my fault at all, but probably kind of was. Uh, so we're talking about AEW with Jay. I'm going to make him love AEW. Probably not. But we're going to talk about it. It's AEW's time. We're getting closer to Revolution. Is this the Revolution podcast? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We'll see where we go. So, yeah. <laughs> Bro- we're talking about... We're on Broadway today. Or off... Yes. We're off Broadway today. We are very off Broadway. Now, I, I will... I will meet you halfway. And I will say... Where I love long-term storytelling right and aw does that really good but the problem is because they because they'll start something at the end of a pay-per-view and some storylines they don't want to cash in until the next pay-per-view well when you're only running three to four pay-per-views a year and i'm not talking i'm not talking about Season finale, so, like, season finale or beach bash or things like that. You're yeah, talking about an actual coming. The problem yeah. is they need to poo and get off the pot. Like I, I was talking big things about the stinger, and I was excited to see this match. I'm already no longer excited to see this match. You know what I mean? <laughs> so again, it's two very different points, and I think. It's just important to recognize that. And biases exist both ways. And I do attempt to watch it with a non-bias. But that's just natural being a person. Right? Like, without going into weird Ryback human diatribes. Now, you want to talk about a guy I don't like, we can get into that. He's for sure built for AEW soon. But we can get into that. Don't worry. Without digressing too much, um, yeah, I don't, I don't. You you've said this many times. They do. AEW does a great job at long term storytelling. I don't see it. Part of long term storytelling is keeping me interested in the story, right? Um, and that's not to say the other company does it any better, but I tend to focus and I do grade uh, AEW. Maybe a little harder at times because I've had to hear so many people through Twitter, through other means, through videos, to really jock this organization like it's perfect and it's impervious of of any kind of criticism. And it, and it just drives me, drives me bonkers. And if you do say anything that's bad about it or that you didn't like, it's like all oh, your WWE guy. Well, no, you and not you, but when fans, even the company themselves, they ruin the opportunity to kind of organically build how they've promoted things and how they've gone about it. So I try and treat them like a place that is polished because they themselves keep telling us that they're polished. So 
when you say storyline just as at first i don't see it and i do agree with you that first long-term storytelling is from pay-per-view to pay-per-view and that in a three to four pay-per-view model it's tough to maintain yeah for sure and i mean like if we had to take the sting let's take the sting storyline and and like you know it's sting's gonna be walking around for a bit and showing up you know what i mean that's okay like that's okay but now that we're a month away from now that we're like a month or so away from revolution now's the time sting should show up you know what i mean not not a month ago i will say this i know that revolution was originally slated for february and they pushed that back so obviously that plays a role sting you say you say instance the the sting the storyline him appearing i've seen you on twitter (laughs) defend which is i like it because i definitely don't so that good balance is there why does sting like darby allen because he's a hooligan because they're both outsiders right it's 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 the team of the darby allen's his own man he does his own thing if you remember like going on sting if you remember sting he liked jeff hardy at first right he was a jeff hardy guy i mean there's obviously personal and real reasons why that friendship didn't continue but like sting gravitates towards the outsiders he's batman right Darby Allen is is Nathan Nathan Drake. I think that was the name of the new Batman. If it's not the name of the new Batman, I'm gonna cut it this little part out. But he's the new Isn't Batman. It Tim Drake? Huh? Tim Drake. Isn't it Tim Drake. I think it is Tim Drake. Perfect. Excellent. But yeah, so Tim Drake, and he's just he he's guiding he's guiding the new Batman in 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 a in a, in a promotion full of Jacob <sighs> snakes and the new like horsemen. You know, people being led by you know horsemen. Sting is here to, to save to save Batman, the, or the <laughs> new Batman, and I and I get it. It's hard, especially because I went on a Goldberg rant, and I know the big question is, well, Steve, what's the difference between liking Sting and liking Goldberg? Sting, nothing. No, there is there's a couple <laughs> difference, like wrestling ability. I didn't like Goldberg when he was younger because he couldn't wrestle. Um, I we'll see if Sting can fake a wrestling match. Right, because obviously the older you get, and we've seen it with like the Undertaker and stuff, it gets harder to fake being able to wrestle. Um, injured Bret Hart fighting the Miz for the United States Championship. Uh, See, uh, you know what I mean. Like, and I'm a Bret Hart guy. I I totally, and I think that plays a role in it, buddy. He ended your your favorite guy's career. I'm not here to defend Goldberg. Goldberg should not be wrestling, but in saying that. Sting should not be wrestling. Sting is 61 years old. Right. He does not need to be wrestling. He does. I'm, I'm sorry. There's nothing. There's no. There's, there's nothing. I get it. You want to go out on your own shield. No, no pun intended. Uh, you, you want things to be done your own way. You don't like how it may be ended in your last run. Completely understandable. However. At what point do you have to protect people from themselves? That's true. Right? Uh, him, him as a guy that is mouthpiece or those kind of things, and is that aura of Sting being mystical? I'm sorry, it's gone. We've seen him without his paint many times. If you did watch TNA, you saw him without. Like so, 
he's a great mouthpiece. And even if he wants to do, I just, I'm not really seeing it. And I don't, I don't know. I just don't see it. That's fair. I mean, like with Sting, uh, what was was I going to say? Um, okay. I was going to say something. I think I lost my Sorry, man. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. It's it's AEW just gets my passion bucket filling. If I, well, yeah, that's fair. And I understand. So like. With the gold, I think I was going to talk about Goldberg, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, no, the Sting, the Sting thing is hard because I'm not really a Sting guy. Like he's a w, he's a WCW guy and a TNA guy, two promotions I didn't really follow. So like Sting, oh I remember saying so Sting, Sting wrapping up right. Uh, if this this should be Sting wrapping up, but it's I think it's kind of better to, for him to do it on TNT. You know what I mean? As opposed to... I mean, TNA would have been good for him to wrap up, too. That WWE thing, I don't even know what... That was that was just two mistakes. Two mistakes in the long run. But... Yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously, we'll see how the match, the match goes. <laughs> Do you ever want to go into a match thinking, we'll see how it goes? Again, I don't... Tonight, Darby's gonna kill himself, and things gonna stay. <laughs> he'll, like, yeah. he'll do his. He'll oh. do his thing. Okay. Sorry, I forgot uh, my point. So think of Sting not as like the young wrestler, but think of Sting as Clint Eastwood, right? He's not shooting up bad guys in 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 a western movie, but now he is Sting in El Camino, right? He's the old guy. He stepped off his porch, and he's going to mess up the hooligans one last time before going down in a blaze of glory. That's kind of... I think that's what Sting is going for now. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's how I see Sting now. He, he's Clint Eastwood. Obviously, he can't do the same thing. Did you say like, El Torino or El Gran Torino? I said, I said El Camino, but I meant Gran Torino. I got a lot of editing to do today. <laughs> oh, man. No, man. I, I... <laughs> but yeah, like, he's... Love he, it. I Again, yeah. I, and I get what you're saying. It's it's going to be hard for us to come to an agreement on this because, well, sure. a, a we actually agree with each other. I think we agree with each other, and I'm not trying. I'm not trying to justify all of AEW's decisions with this. It it depends how the match is. It's going to depend on the match a lot and what happens after the match. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, man. I just and we can get into. Outside of the the him being old and doing this, you can go into other reasons of after when you do talk about maybe like they still in my mind have not really built people and this could have been a cool opportunity for someone else, but again we, we can get into that yeah. after, but just in terms of this, yeah, we we'll see. That it goes contrary to belief. Like, I want this company to be good because I think that will force the other company to be good and so on and so forth. And again, you can get into some of the other stuff of that soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, and so, like, believe it or not, so I was doing my work. What do you think, if you had to guess, the top three wrestling pay per views of 2020 were? Um, if you had to guess, like, 
in terms of what I enjoyed or what people said? Uh, what, what was said and, and buy rate. So what people watched. I promise it's not a trick question. Well, I think Revolution will be one. Okay. Um, from a pay-per-view standpoint, and I could not tell you the other two. Okay, so first, first and second place on the on the few sites I checked wobbled between third place was Revolution. I'll let you know that now. Third place was Revolution yeah. on all of them. First and second wobbled between uh, last year's Rumble where Drew won, or, or Fighter Fest. So, I mean, that means WrestleMania wasn't even on the top five. wasn't even on the top five. I think the other two were SummerSlam last year and uh, one of the takeovers. Do you think that's a... <laughs> if you, I, I, I get what you're trying to say. Like, th and three of those pay-per-views, like at least three of those pay-per-views, we're post-COVID, right? So you can't blame WrestleMania not being high because of COVID, because Fighter Fest, which is on a lot of plates, like this year's Fighter Fest, took first. You are comparing. You're comparing a company that solely relies on pay-per-views versus a company that pay-per-views are nothing to them anymore. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is you're going to compare two companies, right? And like viewer rating. Uh, uh, AEW is kind of like to be fair. AEW is kind of at the same point it was last January. Like to be fair, like I'm not saying it's the best, but if you're if you're talking about like a company where, and obviously you and I as fans have different opinions than the people next door to us, right? But like people are buying AEW pay per views more than how many people? What? How many people bought that pay per view? I don't know, but it was more than the people that bought WrestleMania. You're saying that, but that is not entirely true because people have a network to go to on WWE. The fair thing would be to say, hey, uh, if AEW had a network comparing the, like, I don't think those are even comparable numbers because if you were to look at, again, I don't even know what you can compare with streams or something like that can't tell me that wrestlemania didn't dwarf that people specifically sign up for the network for for the, the couple of those pay-per-views the rumble uh mania um and things like that i think it's personally just a, it's a big stretch to even equate that and you said the numbers are the same absolutely the numbers have been the same you look at that, and again, that's where it's all about perspective. You look at that and say, that's great. I look at that and say, where's the growth been? Well, where is the growth within this company? They have the hard... They have you. How do they get me? What are they doing to get me? Well, they got you. Yeah, they, they have me. But what what like what I'm saying is like the Royal Rumble and NXT are WWE pay-per-views. So they're on that network, Right. So it's not like we're saying, well, I mean, the Royal Rumble and thing don't count either. If like, if you're not going to count the, because they I wouldn't have, count. Yeah. I wouldn't count any of that. No, why would you be count? Like, why would we be counting something that has? I, I don't know. I I wouldn't think to count pay per views with something that has a network. Be like, 
I don't. I again, I don't. I don't know, man. I I don't see what the comparison is. I think people people go and yeah, for sure, people to spend fifty dollars or sixty dollars, whatever pay per view is. I think that's really impressive. But I also think, what are the numbers? Did a thousand people go buy that? Obviously, is a lot more. Twenty thousand, right? Like I. So I think looking at that. Or is it, again, is it kind of like how conversations we had? Yeah, whether it's WWE or whether it was Revolution or whether it was an AEW or WWE product, was it good or was it just better than the other bad thing? I'd be curious to see, and I'll look after, of what those numbers what those numbers were, right? Right. Yeah, that, that's fair. And I, I, I encourage everyone to look it up. Um, so, like, if those top five lists are just buys like some of them were like which fans enjoyed but even still i like a big perk in the in the in its first full year because they started like october 2019 i think in their first full year though like top three pay-per-views even from a fan perspective that's pretty good like that means they're it's it's not just it's, and i would love to get you into aw i think the best way for you to be able to get into aw and and you're doing it is just keep looking objectionally and it is very important that people look at stuff objectionally and don't think they just have to like something because they're looking at it objectionally. And that's that's something you do a really good job in. You know what I mean? Like, we went to Revolution last year. You are like, oh, no, this match was good. Here's what I didn't like about this match. But it wasn't like you were looking for things. It was just a plain black and white. You're being, you know, you weren't taking... And I time. like... And I, again, I really enjoy... I We were there. I'm like favorite brand of wrestling in some regards but a tag match was great um boxley winning seeing people really seeing you excited i wish i could capture it was like a kid and he was like willy wonka's chocolate factory for wrestling right those are really cool things to see where i struggle and where it always is frustrating as a fan and as someone that is watching and now doing a podcast and talking about this company is that it's the metrics for success. It's always like moving the bar. I find it's always this. Okay. Well, it didn't happen this time, but this is the reason why, well then maybe don't tout it as the greatest thing ever, or don't tout it as this or have your growing pain, shut up and then develop naturally. Now, I'm glad that the WWE shots are starting to tone down. Cool at first, but continually to beat down the drum. I am sorry, but I look at AEW at times like WWE Lite. There's nothing you can tell me about that wedding angle that didn't scream WWE, for instance. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. I it, where, where I do say AEW value tag team wrestling, which is, again... I'm not a tag team wrestling fan, but I can appreciate that they've put a value into tag team wrestling. Do I think that they overdo that? Yes, but I see where their thinking is. This has been devalued by another company for so many years. Let's put the value back into that. So they do do things that are that are potentially groundbreaking and things like that. But again, it lack guys who... Again, I didn't care about Kenta... WWE. I didn't care about Carl Anderson and Luke Gauss and WWE, and I knew of these guys. I because they're just on AEW, and it's be 
part of some fall invasion. That why why am I caring now? And that's where they struggled to get me. They got you, and you're the guy. I'm the casual. I'm the guy that's going to tune in from time to time and make my jokes. But I'm hoping to see something that blows me away. I like what they're doing with Sammy G. I I, I like what that inner circle... Again, it's an obvious storyline of what's happening. And I think it's weird in the sense of Erico's a big-time vet, but he's to lunch. There should be not a lot of things that fool him. I like I like how that that is a story that is building well. I think it's a little soon. Then I also I gotta look at it and I say, Oh, finally, Ortiz and Santana getting a shot. But that sh- they should have been built as monsters. I remember when they started, they were that was a big deal, them being in the inner circle. And this is my problem. Nobody seems like a really big deal in that company right now. And that's where their growth has kind of stalled. Even MJF, man, he does not seem as big as a deal. Hangman does not seem as big as a, of a deal, in my mind, as they once were last year when we were at that at that show. That's true. We were talking at, at the end of last year's show. We were like, oh, man, Hangman. Like, Well, we knew Hangman was going to be with Kenny for a bit. We are like, oh, Hangman was over in Chicago. He was the most over, remember? Yeah, we were just... He was the guy getting... The Bucks were getting booed. Yeah, we, well, we knew that was going to happen, right? Like, we knew the Bucks were set up to be booed just because, you know, the beer drink... Like, the beer drinking Texan is always going to get cheered uh, at a wrestling show for some reason. I think I think someone else has done that beer drinking Texan thing before. I don't know who it was. Uh, name's not popping off the top of my head. Popular wrestler, I think, though. But yeah, I remember when we the hangman popped you and I just kinda turned to look at each other like, Oh, okay. Wow. And like MJF, biggest heel of the night. You know what I mean? Best heel reaction. So we're like, oh man, MJF needs to go up with Moxley. And it just never happened. I think Hangman and MJF are in a similar problem right now. We're in these weird faction storylines. When, yeah. when they should be obviously MJF, hating him yeah like obviously mjf is trying to take over the inner circle and that can like i can see where that can make sense right well that's kind of his thing and uh, clearly i think he's just looking to get you know santana and ortiz but uh and hangman like now he's dealing with matt hardy and the dark order that's interesting but he needs a feud you know what i mean i think i think he was going to be looking into a feud with Brody lee and obviously that won't that can't happen so I, like I, I don't know if i think you lost you there for a minute hello i'm back sure sorry so i think i think hangman is in a feud where i think he was supposed to feud with Brody lee and obviously that can't happen and that won't happen uh, so they're kind of playing catch up, right? And that, that that's just an, that's an unfortunate circumstance. Uh, and MJF, like I said, MJF, them both stuck in these weird faction storylines where they just need to beat people up. MJF needs to keep screwing people. I don't know why he had, he got a he did get a title match last year, but it wasn't like a, a great feud. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, I agree with you. I mean, they haven't they haven't done a lot of good service to their guys. It looks like Lance Archer might be getting a push, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I hope it goes fine. I don't know. 
Did you lose me? Are you still there? That's that's kind of the point, right? Yeah. Is there was times that you, you just knew last year. You knew like, hey, this, this is going to be good. Now we're in such a frame that it's like, oh, well, we hope that it's well and we hope that this, but what evidence is there that there will be? And that's the thing with being new is got to keep proving it. You got to keep proving it. So he said, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. And then like the tag division, it, I like what they're doing with kind of the tag division, to be honest with you. It feels like it's like what TNA did with the X division where, you know, we may not have the best heavyweights, but we can do crazy stuff with the X division. And I think that's what they're doing with the tag division. You know, all the, sure, all the big guys are over in WWE, but they do have some of the best tag teams. Not all of them, but some of them. The What are the two of the biggest matches this year? And part of the reason I think they're high up was Young Bucks versus Hangman and uh, Kenny. And then Young Bucks versus uh, FTR. Both really good matches. Like, if you like wrestling. And I mean, I, it's really rude of me to say if you like wrestling, you like those matches. Because you might not like tag matches. And that's fine. But the wrestling in the ring was both was very good. Not a lot of flips, which you you're a big fan of. You know, five flips a match, right? Enough to spell the word flip. And I agree that sometimes there's too much flips. I don't like watching wrestlers catch each other. I get why they do it. And obviously I'd rather safety. But... Yeah, but again, there's... <laughs> waiting for someone to climb the rope and you know, get on you. Like, that is not... It's safe, I guess... But it's just stupid. Again, storyline in a company that bases themselves on, on reality. They pride themselves on being more realistic. Doing a triple flip, whatever, and someone waiting to catch you isn't realistic. I think, yeah, the the tag, I like I said earlier, the tag, that is their X division. That is their, that is their thing. And I think they're doing a great job. I don't even think necessarily WWE has the... They have maybe the more known guys. They're crafting out their their niche, and, and that's great. And I do think they have guys that they that potentially can be heavyweight champions and things like that, but they got to start actually putting the emphasis on that. Still the emphasis on a lot of these other, other guys. And you don't want... You don't want to turn... Some of their bigger guys into Braun Strowman's. No, that is when when Braun should have won the title and he was feasting on people. Lost to Brock a bunch of times and hasn't been the same again. They pulled the trigger eventually, but when you got that, you gotta go with it, right? And they gotta start developing that. And like you said, starting to do that with Archer. But I don't forget that Archer got jobbed out. But again, he came in strong and then fell back and then now. So he's already gone some of those kind of quasi-growing pains, I guess, but we'll see, man. Yeah, like, I think it's okay for new stars. Like, I know we got used to it when we were younger, but I think it's okay for newer stars to come in and feel like, oh, man, I can be the champ. And you're like, oh, man, this guy can be champ. If you, if you, if you think he can be champ, you're doing something right. Like, if a fan thinks that person can be champ, and that's for you, the company, that's all right. But it's okay to lose to... A senior champion like you look at a big guy like any big guy and like with a heel champion 
that's perfect because they can they can win they can win by losing. You know what I mean? For some wrestlers, chase me there. Lance Archer, I don't know, just let him kill Darby Allen. I think that his weird face run is okay, but just let him kill Darby. Let him kill Sting, and then give give us Doomsday back. You know what I mean? Because when <clears throat> Lance Lance Archer was Doomsday, essentially with, with Cody Rhodes, that was that was great. Uh, but recapture that Doomsday run where you know where he's throwing the same thirty people around. I hope those people stopped hanging out with Lance Archer because he's not a, he's not a good friend. But ah, I, man, when and even when Archer came, I think wasn't it Archer that threw someone on the roof? Yeah, the dressing room. Yeah, like I was like, okay, my man, like uh, you're messing some people up. It's okay to just have a badass jackass, and his name can't be Jake Hager because that guy talks and he's not doing it right. Like, but Archer, he seems bad. I, I really, yeah, I loved what they were doing. When you have that dark, sinister, that that raspy, like the snake, like that, that's great. Granted, I will say, and I said it on Twitter. Guys, like, Jake the Snake doesn't need to be in a ring, doesn't need to be at an arena right now, I'm sorry. Same with Flair, so before anybody yeah. says, because I thought that is a comment. Sorry. Even Sting is a senior citizen, unfortunately, in, in like, age. Thing. And I just, from a health standpoint, I'm sorry, I do look at those things, and I'm like, do you really need to be there on a roster of, like, 300 now. Like, they got a big roster AEW. Like, I really want to see more Ray Phoenix. Like, I want to see that. So I, want, I want, like, those are the guys I want to see more of. Ray Phoenix does a lot of flips and almost kills, and when he slows down a bit, he got, he's got those Ray Ray kills and, and that kind of stuff. He can come in, like, that tag match was really cool that couple weeks ago. No offense, even Moxley's not really doing it for me. No one's really doing it for me anywhere. It's just like, okay, everyone's just at the same the same kind of level. Maybe when Ryback comes, it'll be different. Don't say that. Like, we're having a, a good, nice conversation, and you just gotta bring up Baby Goldberg. But, going back to what's in AW, like, part of the problem is you, we know who's trying and who's not trying, right? Ray Phoenix is clearly trying. And that's that's why we're enjoying him. Looks like Lance Archer's trying to put some work in. That's good too. But who else? Like Cody. Cody is always trying. And that's why everyone loves watching Cody wrestle. You know what I mean? Uh, I wish they would give him uh, a title match. Personally. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. And why? Yeah. I, I'm yeah. gonna say something crazy because I know I've been talking about it. I'm gonna blow your mind. I don't care so much about Don Callis. I like I like the interfuting that we're, looks like we're gonna get a good, like a Young Bucks, Good Brothers match because that'll just be a, a good wrestling match. You know what I mean? Like that's yes. that's clearly where it's going. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and he was like, "Oh, you think so? That sounds like it'd be really good." I was like, "Yeah, I think I definitely think that's where they're going." But Kenny Omega's a really good wrestler, and I I want I want you. To watch him wrestle good again. That's what I want. If the best wrestler in the world is your champion, I get he's a heel, right? So he's going to do some heel things. And that's fine. That's okay. But if the best show show people like Jay why Kenny Omega is the best wrestler. 
we saw it. We saw a bit of it a revolution, right? Now we were a little high up, but we were there. So that's what's important. We were there, but we're, right? But show show that awesome Kenny Omega wrestling that I've been saying. Hey Jay, Kenny Omega is really good, and Jay goes, "Okay, I'll take a look." And Revolution, like, "Oh yeah, no, he's pretty good." How is he as a singles wrestler? Oh, just you wait. Then you get these singles matches, and it's like, uh, "Yeah, he's okay." And I get it. I, I can I can see why you feel that way. And, and it, bullets. Yeah, it bugs me, right? It's being it's being it's being that parent who's like, "My kid's really good at hockey," or some sport, and then you're like, "Okay, I'll come watch." And you watch the game, and the kid's on the bench half the time. And he comes in and he does a little bit. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he knows how to skate. That's fine. You know what I mean? I'm fine with Kenny if he wants to be a heel to shake things up. It's fine by me. Apply your craft. But wrestle good. Be like, hey, not only am I an a-hole and I'm going to cheat to win, but I can out-wrestle everybody. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see from Kenny Omega because he because he can do it. And I'm dis- I am disappointed. Uh, and honestly, man, um... Honestly, did I lose you again? Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. Have you been hearing me? Uh, Hello? I'm getting you now. I'm getting you now, yeah. Okay. Cool. Because it's showing I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some fun editing this one. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> yeah, I've lost you a couple times. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I agree. I think that Kenny Omega is someone I've heard a lot about for many years. Even watched, he had a documentary on TSN, for those who aren't aware, is our ESPN, I guess. And really, yeah, I can see what you guys are talking about. Since he's been here, I've just been, yeah, he's, he's all right. He made the right decision not going to WWE because he would have done nothing. Done absolutely nothing. I've yet to see this cleaner that everyone tells me about like you said tag team yeah i saw something there and and i see him on tv i just always shoot see him shooting bullets like boom boom like he's doing his like but that's cool but i want to see i want to see him be what people keep telling me he is and that's guy that can tell the story like brett used to do and like sean used to do and that other great wrestlers used to do that got me captivated. I want to feel like I felt when Sean faced Undertaker again. It's been a long time that wrestling matches gave me that whole oh, man. I'm exhausted after watching this match. I want those vibes again. And I want it from whoever's going to give it to me. I just don't see it happening with AEW right now, right? And yeah, man, hopefully I'm wrong. They don't make me want to pay $50. I'll just say that. If I can get it for free, well, well, I mean, how they don't make you, me want to pay $50 yet. How much did you pay for your trip to Chicago? That was for uh, <laughs> other things. I know. I'm sorry. I just, I saw it was a, low, <laughs> it was a bad opportunity and I took it. That, that, no, no, no. I got to call you out on that one. <laughs> you paid the X amount for whatever you paid for I paid to go away, and that was part of the experience. Right. So how much were those tickets? $80. So yeah, they'll get 80 So you're right. For me to go live and go through an event, it can get me to pay between, again, valued in America at like $30, but we have a crappy exchange rate. Yeah. Got me to do that. But I really wanted a deep dish pizza. Oh, if you, if oh. you want to know. I just needed to get you to come with the wrestling so that you could then come and do the deep uh, dish. I want to so. go back for deep dish pizza. 
Well, this hopefully when the world opens up again, yeah. again, and I'll go see. I'm not like, I think that's a cool thing to do yearly. Just like I want to go to a mania or a rumble. Yeah, 100%. like there's things that like would be really cool to do, and I want this company to succeed. They gotta like start, gotta grow eventually. Eventually, seven hundred to eight hundred thousand viewers. It's fine, and it's that's awesome for being where they are. If any of you seven hundred eight thousand viewers want to come listen to our podcast, I'll take half. The, <laughs> if seven people want to come listen to our podcast, I'd be, we get seven I'd be people. We get at least seven people. There we go. Well, we are us, yeah. and me and like I'm just gonna say me again, and uh, you know that's that's fine. Well, well, we get a tenth of our, our followers on Twitter listen to the podcast, so that's fine. That's good. That's good. That's that's what you can expect. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Um, it was a cool experience to go to Revolution. I wouldn't. I really want to get uh, Mike if we can get in here, and we'll just when we get closer to Revolution, just like talking about the trip, because we both had two Absolutely. very different trips, right? We did. You you got to and from a little faster than we did. Uh. My team is well well traveled. Well, well traveled, exactly. Uh, we traveled well. I I was impressed by the amount of McDonald's that I passed. I was like, hmm, another McDonald's sign. Yeah, no, and again, that was a fun and for you guys. And again, we can get into it more. But that's a big trip for you guys. Oh, that's a sure. really cool me and that, it, that was maybe what was cool about it from my lens of that and again brought me back to what wrestling can do it was cool to see people that excited one be traveling and to be seeing something they really enjoy no offense and i don't mean it to come out for me traveling is a rite of passage in my life it's something that is part of my fundamental beliefs and something that i'm ensure is part of whatever i'm doing so for me to go to Chicago, that's something that I might do on a spur of the moment. I give a couple of weeks. Let's go. Yeah, give me. It was not. It was really cool to see. It was really cool to see people that don't do that and wrestling be able to get them to want to step out of their comfort to be like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Right. So like, and that's the thing, and to see. I'm excited to document that show because that will probably be the most positive I've said about this company. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. There's a lot of laughing. Some of it at Mike's expense. I apologize. <laughs> yes. Everyone, everyone got laughed at. I got la actually no, I think I got laughed at the most, and that was uh, because not everyone that we traveled with thought I was a good road partner. <laughs> <laughs> you were the heel in one person's eyes. Yeah, like I. Unapologetically, too. Yes, I know. It's fine. Live for it. I do. <laughs> I had a great time. But yeah, no, I can agree with that. I, I, I don't really know what's going to be on the Revolution card yet. Like, I haven't paid yeah. that much attention. I do have a question for you. What would you say since that pay per view has been your favorite AEW moment or moments? Like, what has been something that's got you? you do like the product so let's talk about like what's got you making it i liked when the revival showed up i thought that was good and i kind of like the way i like the way the story was building uh i wish we got 
I wish we had gotten another match out of it. But, I mean, that's it's it's like a bittersweet thing because maybe the, the next match so close wouldn't have been as good as the first one. Uh, so that was good. I liked. I liked the beginning of the Kenny. Like the Kenny feud. And even though it looked like he was going to go heel, like I was very, I was happy that Kenny beat Moxley because you know Kenny feels like the first AEW champion. Things that happened after some I like, some I don't like. I got a I got a heart from Tony Khan on Twitter this year, so I guess those are my three best AEW moments. I guess the Twitter one doesn't count. Uh, yeah, no, probably the revival showing up is probably my favorite thing that happened this year. If I had to, if I had to pick. I like the revival in WWE, and I, I I agree with you. I like some of those classic wrestler feels, and they feel they they're just an old school tag team, right? The so I liked when they showed up. Yeah, they were pretty good. Um, past that, other things I liked. Hangman stuff was good. MJF was pretty funny. Anything that, like, the Orange Cassidy, I've never seen Orange Cassidy wrestle before a revolution last year. So I feel like that was okay. And yeah, so it was a lot of fun. But AEW's good. Where AEW's good that they're trying to do different things. And to, like, their detriment or their credit. Like, good for them. Gotta break that wall. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to talk about the trip to Revolution. I know we're not... We don't know if I'll record the Revolution show properly. But just normally... Normally Jay and I... We would talk about, hey, we're going to go to Mania this year. We're going to go to the Rumble. We're going to go to SummerSlam. And then it got close and it just fell apart. But we did a really smart thing. And Derp Dragoon, go follow him on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash SuperMojo. I'll, I'll put a link in the description on the YouTube channel. But he made he made sure we did it. We had some Giordano's deep dish pizza. Excuse me a moment. I had a frog in my throat. And so it was good. We had a nice long car ride. And that was my second ever live wrestling show. So I'll have that. Uh, I'll have that bias for it. Now, what really makes, for the year, what I really think makes AEW pop is that, because a lot, a lot of it feels like younger talent that hasn't been hanging around for, they haven't been hanging around for 10 years. And I think that helps. I mean, you get some guys who've been around forever. And I get, like, the building of stars on the, on the work and on the support of these legends like Arn and Jake and Tully and sting oh it pays off well the camps idea is pretty fun because they want to make all these places feel like a team so yeah it's pretty good now what's really exciting is that we're going to try to get we did our rumble podcast i should pop in what happened was there was a recording error so it's it just got my audio and i can't get that other audio back that's pretty disappointed. So that's why there was no rumble reaction. 
But what you essentially missed was we're happy with who won each rumble. Uh, we think Bobby Lashley should be in the main event versus Drew. I hope it's not Sheamus. I know we're getting off of, I know we're getting off Rumble Talk or or AW Talk, but it's fine. It's hard to talk about one promotion without talking about the other. I sincerely hope though that Jay. I don't think Ryback will ever show up. I hope he doesn't. They don't need him. They have enough monsters, and they need to figure out how to push the monsters they have. Because there's too many. And part of the problem, I think, with the inner circle is two of the wrestlers, two of the biggest wrestlers in the inner circle have other priorities. Fozzie and MMA. And it's fine if you want to have those cross stars. But I just don't, I don't feel like they're they they help all the time and I don't hate Jericho and I like I don't hate uh, Jack Hager uh, and Chris Jericho is obviously a star but I don't think Jack Hager is the star that I put him he's a good monster and obviously he's a buddy of Jericho's so that's why they're together and that's great good I'm, I'm in I have no problem with people getting work where they deserve it but please no please no right back He's my new Goldberg. What would happen? Ryback will show up in AEW, and knowing my luck, Goldberg will be his manager. And that's just the absolute worst. That's the worst thing for me. And I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Ryback. I'm hearing the Ryback. Yeah, no, I was just saying that knowing my luck, Ryback's going to show up in AEW, and Goldberg will be his manager. And so do you watch any of Ryback's videos? No, I, I specifically avoid Ryback. Well, I do for N. I find it funny, and I do... You can find... You can learn things about people and things. He does food reviews. I love food. He's gone vegan, which I've only really known of two big-time... I say big-time quotations, vegan guys, and it's him and Austin Aries, and they both seem nuts. And I just don't know if it's a nuts I'm cool with or a nuts that I'm like, holy moly. He's going to AEW. He hates WWE, so he fits that mold beautifully. Uh, he definitely has a grudge against the WWE, and not my place to say right or wrongly, but AEW definitely does a lot of the things on a taking care of their talent standpoint that fit with him. So he's coming, so get ready. Don't he's calling his fans the Rybackers. So... Just get ready for some Feed Me More, man. Nah, I'm good. Nope, you gotta love it. You're an AEW fan. You must love what Tony Khan does always and who he signs. Isn't that part of the agreement? No, we don't have that agreement. I, I just like most of what he does more than what the other company does. Mostly. Not everything. Mostly. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the handshake agreement. If I watch... I, I have gotten the thumbs up from Tony Khan that if I watch... Revolution online this year through legitimate paying services. Since we live in Canada and obviously can't go to Revolution, it counts. It counts as us being there if we decide to go every year. Huh. Interesting. That was my question. I was like, it was essentially, hey, as a Canadian who went to Revolution last year, if I can't, because I can't go this year, if I watch it, does it count? And I got a heart. So that must be a yes. 
right? And I asked, <laughs> is that a yes or a no? Just to make sure. And I got a second heart. So two loves, two hearts is a yes. Oh, got it. Okay, well, I'd be interested to know if you're getting this pay-per-view by legal means, but we can get into that at another time. Watching it by, I have watched every pay-per-view this year by legal means. Oh, you know you just cut out there. Oh, I was just saying I watched every pay-per-view this year by legal means. Everyone. Oh, I heard that. The second you said legal, it cut out. So I found that funny oh. <laughs> that occurred. But uh, yeah, man, again, I, I just thought it was good to kind of talk about, I know this is a company that you enjoy, so it's been cool to be able to talk about. We can get into our trip and those kind of things a little bit closer and maybe get your bro on because he was part of that trip but yeah i think again i just want it stated at this point i'm not the biggest fan of the company but i do want them to do well because i want wrestling to do well i'm not intrigued with some of their as you say storylines yet there's always room to improve and wish it's great to be confident but don't need to be smug and don't insult the fans intelligence with some of the things they do the potential is there and there are some guys that potentially hopefully build i think there's guys there that have something i don't think it's the xwwe guys i think none of the xwwe guys that i've seen to this point have done really erico notwithstanding even my, i don't feel anyone is bigger jericho might have been the only guy where i First, I was like, oh, yeah, he's gone to even another level, if that's possible. Haven't seen that. Uh, Miro. I've not seen it in Miro yet. Moxie, solid. But I still see him as the same as I did when he was in WWE, except he does some crazier things. Right? Uh, and so I think they got if they move more away from that, be good. Cody, Cody has stepped up as well in, in, in his kind of visit in his own... Definitely better than what he was in WWE, but I'm not overwhelmed by him, but hey, people really, really have gravitated to him. So I think if they move away from the ex-WWE guy, even though Ryback's coming, <laughs> uh, I think they, they do have some potential there. Yeah, um, I can I can see where you're going from. And what's important, like, not just wrestling, but like, it is okay to like something, but not feel like you have to love everything about it. And it's very important to be constructive about more important to be constructive about the things you love than the things you don't. You know what I mean? Because if you can't, you can't go all in. You have to admit there's good and bad, or you can't improve. Like it's just, it's super important. I don't mean to get like real on our, our wrestling fans, but it, it's it's true. You have to, you have to be constructive. Everything about each company isn't perfect. That's not to say one's better than the other because, or they're the same because one's perfect. Like they're both imperfect. There's definitely things that WWE does better than AEW. They put on a much better production. You can't like it's really hard to argue that. Uh, their wealth, their their wealth of experience is greater than AEW's too. Mm-hmm. And and what Jay said last week is right. Or on Twitter, if AEW wants to say they're a competitor to WWE, then that it, it's important for. Jay and even myself to, to judge them like they're WWE. At first when they said, oh, we're not trying to compete, we're just trying to be on TV. Okay, sure. Good. But then when you know said, no, we are trying to compete, then Jay's right. If you're if you're going in a, a boxing match, 
and you're fighting the other guy, you're only going to win if you're better than the other guy. So you have to be judged. Like you get judged in that boxing ring, and he's he's right. <coughs> it's hard for me to say Jay is right. Wow. No, it's not hard for me to say. It's a bunch. Right. There was a vid- there was a video or a podcast we made the last time that I had I did have to say some words, but that made the archives and never going to see the light of day. So. Yeah, it's, it's too bad on some, some thing. But I'll say it because on this thing, it's right. It is important to meet people. Ha- it's important to meet people halfway, and like acknowledging when they're right. You know what I mean? For sure. And it's more important for guys like you because you're the actual fan. You're the guy that's invested. Because if the product's good, I'm gonna come watch. Product's garbage, I'm gonna turn it off. And I do that with WWE. You're the guy that. If the product's not the greatest, you're still going to be around because you believe that, hey, I know what it can be. I don't have that faith. Maybe I'm jaded in wrestling in general. And I'm actually pretty critical of both these companies because I just think they could be giving us more. And for different reasons. And it's that's what's interesting. If they kind of molded their minds, I don't know if it would be any better, but... I think both could learn from each other in way of how they operate and yeah, you can we can knock wwe they've been doing it for a really long time and they they sold catalog over a billion dollars yeah that needs to be like they're they're on a different level when we're talking about this thing right so i always wish that AEW wouldn't do that because just be who you guys are let your identity be that you have great tag team wrestling that you create partnerships with other organizations that you guys are on a major network but you say hey yeah come on over like create it like more of a sport let that let those things stand out and that will be great if you that has sports feel written on like written to me like all the way you got the AFC team playing the NFC team. You got the Eastern Conference playing the Western Conference. That's the vibe I get when I see these crossover things. That's really cool because that makes me want to go turn into maybe something else. You need the compelling stars to do that, but I see what they're doing. And focus on that and less on what WWE is doing because you're not going to catch them for a very long time, in my mind. Yeah, that's fair. And you're right. Like Exactly. And what you're saying is good. If you don't look at it as an invasion, but you look at it as cross-promotion, the idea is, and it did work, because I, I have watched Impact recently. Or is it Impact still? Yeah, Impact. But I have watched it because you're like, okay, I watched... AEW's my home team, but I went I went and watched an away game. You know what I mean? And that's good. That Like, that's what cross-promotion wrestling should be. And it's very good. You're as ab- absolutely right. If you want... Don't focus, don't focus on that home and away thing, though. You still have to build your brand. Like, AEW can't fall into that trap. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, but imagine, for sure, don't rely... Again, if they did something... Imagine if they created their own version of a Survivor Series, for instance. Or, or WWE tries to create that. It's hard because they're still under the same umbrella. Imagine if you had a Survivor Series-style with these two different, and that's kind of like your Super Bowl. Your rest, instead of 
the big pay-per-view being what it traditionally was, what if it is around you facing that other organization and working it out amongst them? Kind of like what like Wrestle Kingdom is, right? Just a major crazy event. Again, actually one time a year pitting these rival organizations against each other. Yeah, that works. I like it. Fine by me. I think it's cool. But yeah, so like, and how long is this going to end at Revolution? Is is this is this crossover event going to go past it? I don't think it should. I think it needs to stop at a pay-per-view. But I agree. Yeah. No, like, the, yeah, because they, they're going to have to build it because you keep giving the good brothers screen time. You're not giving it to who who's who is losing the women's division. But who's losing the who's losing screen time? Yeah. Yep, I agree. And again, I like what they're doing with the Eliminator Tournament for the women. I find it's interesting that, for me, the best, like, I'm a big Thunder Rosa fan, and she's not technically part of AEW. Uh, yeah, I, like, I really like what she's doing. Since you told me give Britt Breaker another look, I'm giving another look. She's doing some good stuff. Again, she's more she could be more character-driven that I would probably enjoy than wrestling. I, I think there's something there. Uh, yeah, even seeing that, there there are things that they're improving on that I'm liking. I'm seeing just they got to keep that momentum. My mind toned down the flips, and the fans just got to know that people people don't see it as this be all end all, and you got to respect some people that are nuts. Like Cornette's a nut job. But knows the business, and he was in the business during a time where he was very successful. And like anybody, sift out the things that are hot garbage of what a person's saying, and find the pearls of wisdom there, right? Because there's stuff there. We're focusing on the crazy things that he might be saying. However, there's pearls of wisdom there, and things that he was very successful getting things like take teams over. Right? So cut out whatever the nonsense he's saying, but if you're the Bucks, if you're guys like that, listen to what he's saying. And the thing about Cornette, he's not like most of the people. He doesn't want a job there. So he's actually giving you probably the best opinion you could get because he's not chilling for a job. You know, he, he doesn't want a position. Those are the guys the guys that don't have that motive that are like we've been saying are going to give you your best best feedback. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think Jim Cornette is a very you have to be very careful with Jim Cornette. We're like sure, like see what you're saying with he's not working, but that man keeps a grudge. So you can't always just say yeah he's going to give you the best opinion because I've heard interviews where he's just he doesn't listen to what the other person says and he just says I don't like it because someone made this mistake twenty years ago, 10, 15 years ago. So no matter what they do. It's it's terrible, right? Like he hates Kenny Omega because he wrestled a broom and a ten year old girl. Hates him. Hates him. And like I mean, whatever reason you have for not liking someone, I guess is fine. But then you're not gonna get a like a biased point of view. You know what I mean? Like you're you're or you're gonna get a one sided point of view. Not not a fair not a fair shot. For sure, but again. If you listen to when he's actually talking about the performance of it, he's not wrong. 
in my mind he's he's not wrong in terms of him holding the grudge or things and that's when he gets into the personal minutia of it sure the things he says about kenny omega here in north america i would agree i've not seen kenny telling the greatest of stories in the ring yet i haven't seen some of those things for sure the personal attacks and and that's where you have to kind of sift it through yourself of okay just because someone holds a grudge doesn't mean that they're necessarily wrong doesn't mean that they're completely right it's often viewed that because you're biased or because you have a grudge perhaps you're wrong about what you're saying and i don't think that's necessarily always the case that's fair and it's very it's very important when you listen to someone, you should listen to all of them. I agree with you there. Like, because if you, you can take, it's very, that's how you get taking something out of context in the wrong way. So, yeah. You sure. Got, you got a definite point. I mean, this has been your TED Talk, folks. This is my, yeah. It's supposed to be talking about wrestling, but we're, what, what we're really saying is just listen to people. Don't be a jerk. Watch wrestling. Or love what you want. Yeah. Apparently, it, when you talk about AEW, what you're really talking about is the spirit of competition. And not being an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Agreed. That's what golf is for. Oh, everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. It sounds I'm going to stop yes. recording. But you can. where can you find us, Jay? Uh, you can find us at uh, on Twitter at uh, the part underscore podcast, uh, part-time podcast. And you'll probably, you can find us on YouTube. Exactly. I can't wait for wait. golf. We're getting so close. Me either. It'll be good times. Yeah, yeah, so you can find us on YouTube, Spotify. Uh, there are some smaller ones, but mostly Spotify is the easiest place to find us. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.